The following production is part of the We Be Geeks podcast collective. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Welcome to another episode of Adventures in Geek. I'm Zoe. I'm Mike. And it's been a while. Uh, yeah, according to our records, four months. Wow. That's been a long time. Considering it's April. Yeah. Yeah. That means the last one we did was in December. Either December or in January. One of the two. Yeah. So a lot has happened. A lot has happened. So, go ahead. Well, the first thing I had for an idea was my competition that I was in, which is Odyssey of the Mind. What is Odyssey of the Mind, for those who don't know? Odyssey of the Mind, this is, you. I believe there's two types, and one is like acting and problem solving, and the other one I believe is science. Um, I took part in the acting and problem solving one, and we had to basically, you put on a skit, and you get up all you get is a piece of paper with everything your skit needs to include. We got like maybe ten pages. We got like four maybe two pages of information what it had to have. We didn't have a lot. We had to come up with our own we had to come up with everything ourselves. It was a group of seven and our skit came in third place and there's a spontaneous competition. um part to the competition to where only your team goes in you can't have your coach in no parents it's just you and the judges and they ask you a question and you get there's either visual hands-on or visual hands-on i'm so glad we got visual i mean verbal sorry because if we got hands-on or verbal hands-on we would have been doomed overall we came in fifth place and we are going to worlds so awesome worlds are in june Yep. So June, June. June. Okay, June. Yes, June. So, but y'all's sketch got third place. Skit got third place, yes. But overall, y'all got fifth. fifth. Because our sp- they average out our spontaneous to our um, skit, and we got fifth place total. Awesome. Yeah. Well, let's see. Without going too far... Having to double check when the last time we put out a show. <laughs> That's going to be fun. The last one, I believe, was the five surprise one. That was our videos. Now, oh. you've done a YouTube video since. I have? Oh, yeah, the water gun. I have to watch that. I remember. So I was watching an old video. Remember the Wonder Woman box? Yeah. <laughs> I was watching that. And I was like halfway through it, and we, you know, the Wonder Woman magnet we got from it. Uh-huh. I re- apparently I said, 
Look, we got a Mac. <laughs> I could so see myself doing that as like a five-year-old. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I really liked. It. I liked to stretch the A word when I was like words with A in it. So. Yeah. So what else did have you been doing? Collecting wishables. Collecting wishables. You know that fee. Yeah. Well, what are wishables for those who don't know wishables? Wishables is um, something a Make a Wish Foundation created for Disney, and I believe there's non-Disney ones too. I think so. I don't know. Because, but basically, every couple of months, Make a Wish Foundation comes out with a new Disney. It's like blind packs with like little cute stuffed animals. I know I've been I've been collecting them since the, since our first couple times seeing them because my first one that I got was part of the like little Disney snacks with the turkey leg, the churro, the waffle, the cotton candy, and the popcorn. I got the churro and the waffle out of that kit, and then I've had the Alice, the Transportation, Monsters Inc. Beauty and the Beast, Pluto, Alice, I think I've said that. So our last show was back in January, January 21st. With Miss Holly. With Miss Holly, which previous to that was Miss Kayla. Kayla, our back-to-back NASA. Yeah, which are awesome. And, of course, we still love to have them back on the show in the future. Maybe maybe we do both of them on the show in the future at the same time. that would be fun. Get them both on. And then uh, back in October, we did uh, an episode with Sharon Blinn. Yeah. And then it was announced. Now we're making this push over on Mighty Marvel Geeks and Wookiee Radio. Yeah. Or Mighty Marvel Geeks and Weeby Geeks with Sharon. Disney has announced, Disney and Marvel Studios has announced that there's going to be a show called The Secret Wars. Yeah. In which Talos is going to be in it. They should get Michelle and Blinn in it. Yes, we need. If there's Talos, there needs to be Soren. Yes, that is needed. So, because because if you remember, what was it? Marvel the with the car scene, the yeah. Spider Man, whichever Far one from that home. was. Far from home. Far from home. With that should be con- part of it. Like Poss- well, like the duo, not the right. What it leads to, right? So yeah. we hope. Miss Sharon is a part of the Secret Wars. Marvel's the Secret Wars. Yeah. We hope so. If not, it's a true it's a true crime. But on Wookiee Radio, we interviewed the actress who played Baru Baru Lars from uh, the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Now, and Baru Lars becomes Aunt Baru in Star Wars: New Hope. Luke Skywalker's aunt. So we interviewed young Baru, like I said, from the prequels. Yeah. And we had mentioned with her that there needs to be a series set on tattooing and that she and the gentleman who plays Owen needs to come back. Guess what? We put it out there in the universe. It ha- It's happening, isn't it? She's going to be in the Kenobi series. <gasps> no. Yeah. Okay. So we put it out in the universe and maybe we get Miss Sharon on. Okay. There's something. I, I we, maybe we get Miss Sharon on Secret Wars. We got to put it out there. I I have to I have to mention. I kind of want to talk about Captain Kumquat <laughs> and his um super head smash. You know. Okay. Well, 
So you want to talk about the Falcon Winter Soldier series? Yes. We're gonna, if so, we will talk up through episode four. Nothing about episode five. Okay. Because episode four gives people time. But episode well, if you want to talk about episode five, we could talk about episode five. Because tell them spoiler. They listen. They listen. They don't. They don't. They can. They can skip it. It's not. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Me as a tiny child. Spoiler alert. Now I'm curious to see. Will it work now? Really? Now oh. it works? Now it works. Anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> tell us about. Captain the Falcon. The Falcon and Winter Soldier. And if you were. None of you were a part of that conversation. I mean, unless you're one of Dad's friends, probably probably know about Captain Kumquat and where that came from. So basically, Captain Kumquat's John Walker. We'll just say that. Well, who's John Walker? John Walker's the new Captain America, which I think they chose a very weird Carl. They chose a Carl from Up to be Captain America. And I'm not... I'm not how do I criticizing Carl from up. It's just with his mask on, he looks like Carl. That that's all I'm saying. I'm not criticizing up. That's like one of my favorite movies. Um <laughs> So I'm like one time my mom's like, Oh, the voice, it it just it's not right, it's not Captain America. I'm like, it's not just the voice, it, it's the face, everything's not right. It's not right. And then later on, this this is a true um Spoiler alert, as my young self would say. Um, Spoiler alert. So I... Spoiler alert. I like mine better. Spoiler alert. Oh, spoiler alert. No. Spoiler alert. Oh, spoiler alert. That's not how it works. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. That. (laughs) But I think I like... The becoming of Falcon, Sam, becoming Cap. We still don't know. Well, he's clear. Spoiler alert. No. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Okay, well, you're missing a lot of stuff. I know. So, you going to backtrack or are we going to? You can correct me. All right. So, the season starts off with Sam and Bucky. Mm -hmm. Sam gives the shield to the Smithsonian because he doesn't want to have it. Even though it was given to him, so he loans it to the Smithsonian. Which so is technically, the Sam, the, the shield belongs to Sam. Technically, yeah. Because so Steve he, gave it to Sam. Mm-hmm. So it's on loan. So he, like in episode five, he can take it back. So from there, at the end of episode one, it's in, announced there's a new Captain America. Yes. Now, if we think about this. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Thinking. Yes, we're thinking. I have no clue what I'm thinking about because what's in my mind is waffles, but Winter Soldier. Although with Marvel and everything, I kind of wish their intro was like better and it just wasn't the words. That's, I think, my only complaint is because, yeah, that's truly my only complaint. Is their intro? Yeah. Okay. Uh, never mind then. I, I just see a picture. I, I just found a picture from uh, Endgame. Yeah, and the shield is pretty much the same as what was. Keep the shield the same. The other thing is, I 
I his I'm glad that Kumquat has a different logo to represent himself. Well, they didn't bring back Steve's costume. They made a new, new costume. costume. Probably because Steve's better than him. Because he's a little jerk, but we're not going to go there. I just got one thing to say about that. Oh, no. All his... About what I said or him. How you how you feel? Uh, niner, niner. No. He has like 700 like different words, clips from movies. And he's trying to find one about how I feel. Don't run away from your feelings. <laughs> so, uh, episode two. Two. Yeah. Is that when they uh, break out Zemo? Zemo, I believe, is three. Because that's when they go to the bar and Sam gets the snake thing. That's the... That's when that happens, I believe. It's episode three. Because two is when they're still introducing Walker. But three is when they... Go to the bar, I believe. Because cause three's when they meet, what is it, Sharon? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, Sharon appears in three. Yeah, and that's the episode when they went to the bar because they were in the disguise and then they change. And then episode four goes to, because episode three is also when they go to the bunkers and find the guy that made the serum. And then four leads to the karate chopping heads off. And then five leads to Sam training. At least that's what I got from that, but I could be wrong. I'm trying. So Marvel has this thing called debrief. Um, What's debrief? Ooh, Avengers Assembled was good for the WandaVision. That one was good. So episode two, episode guides. It's called the Intel Reports. So in this one, we see uh, Sam and Bucky go after the Flag Smasher, uh, Flag Smashers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's when we first truly meet the Flag Smashers. And then, um, see, Samuel appears at the end. Oh yeah. Uh, but we see at the beginning the introduction of the new Captain America, John Walker, at I guess it's his it's high, school. high school. Yeah, with the band, big band, and everything else. And the um, And then later we see Sam go. Up, Sam and Bucky go after the Flag Smashers with a nice little battle on top of two semis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, then, that was cool. And then Lamar and who's nickname, a codename Battlestar, and uh, Lamar. Is that Lamar. Oh, oh, Hawkins. Hoskins. Hoskins. Sorry. And then Walker show up to help out. Um. Yeah, and that's when you... And then we're introduced to one of the original super soldiers. Which is... Isaiah Bradley. Oh, yeah. Now, we also meet his grandson, mm-hmm. Eli. Eli Bradley. That name sound familiar to you? Yes. Why? Think Marvel Rising. <gasps> no! What? Patriot. Yeah. I know my Marvel Rising. I watched that series like four times. So you should have known Eli Bradley is the Patriot. I'm just putting this out here. Why Ghost Spider? It's always Spider-Gwen. Ghost Spider. No. That sounds... What? Ghost Spider? I don't get Ghost Spider at all. I can go on and on and on for like an entire episode on why not to choose Ghost Spider. But 
we think over on Mighty Marvel Geeks, because we got Spider-Man, mm-hmm. we're getting Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. live action. Yes, which I'm excited about. Potentially Ironheart. Ironheart. She is Riri Williams, who takes over the Iron Man armor from Tony Stark. Yes. And she's a, a tech genius like he is. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Now we see... Precursor to Patriot. Yes. You get, and if you don't truly know who Patriot is, if you watch the series called Marvel Rising, it's an animated series, you get some, you get a bit, a little gist on who he is. We saw briefly, there was supposed to have been a New Warriors TV series that had Squirrel Girl. It was supposed to have been a comedy, but that didn't happen. Um, I'm excited for the Captain Marvel too. That's in which Miss Marvel yeah. and um, Monica Rambeau are going to both be in it from WandaVision. Yeah. And then of course, we saw in WandaVision the tease of uh, Speed and Wiccan. All of these are characters for a, it was a comic book series called Young Avengers. Yeah, I haven't been too much, I haven't been able to get too much into the Marvel comics. Because you, but cause, in your case, it's almost like the Marvel Rising. In the comic book. Yeah, but we're almost go- heading towards a live act, because we also got Kate Bishop, who is the new Hawkeye, mm-hmm. That's coming not- in the Hawkeye series. That's not um, Hawkeye's daughter. No, no. it's someone okay. he's training to be the new Hawkeye. Okay. That has abilities similar. So there's a potential of a young Avengers coming. Woo. That's what we're thinking. That would be awesome. So uh, at the end of episode two, um, after the Flag Smashers do their thing and the Power Brokers men have found... Um, Sam. Who are the Power Brokers again? The Power Broker is uh, a guy who wa- wants the Super Serum as well. Okay. Um, but the only way to follow the lead about how the Flag Smashers could have gotten their hands on the Super Soldier Serum, which apparently they got from the Power Broker because it was his semis that they took it from, mm-hmm. is uh, Bucky tells Sam they got to go get Zemo. Because Zemo has connections to Hydra. So episode three. Okay, I think. Okay, when we get to episode four, I I think I have a theory on what Mighty Marvel Geeks has a theory on, too, about the serum. Okay. I have a theory, but I'll wait until we get to four. Well, episode three, we see this place called Madripoor. And that's the bar. That's where the bar is. That's where we finally catch up with Sharon Carter. Now, here's the thing about Madripoor. In the comics, Madripoor has ties to the mutants. What have we not had in the in the uh, MCU yet? We haven't had mutants because that was all Fox. X-Men, Fantastic Four, they're mutants. We haven't had any of that because that was Fox properties. Well, now that Disney bought Fox... Fox properties gone back to Disney Studio or Marvel Studios was a way of introducing mutants, but to bring in one of the big locations that is tied to mutants, Atropor. So eventually, we're now working our way into having mutants. That makes me wonder if there is. I think that was probably an Easter egg to what Atropor? No, to bringing in either Fantastic Four or X Men. Possibly. Or, it doesn't even have to be those two. Just bringing in Wolverine. Where he's pre-X-Men. 
pre being involved with the X Men. It's where he's still a loner. Makes me wonder would they bring in? Would they find a new person? Would they find a new person or bring in Hugh Jackman? I would say this would be a good time to bring a new person in. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Let's let's do a recasting. Okay, that's like saying making Steve Rogers the person he was before, with and saying it it's after his super serum, calling that Captain America. Before the serum, before the serum, he probably or what? How did he turn into Wolverine again? He always had mutant powers. Okay, it was he was a. Um, he was an experiment to turn because he instead of having the antimanium claws, yeah. he had bone claws. But becoming uh, there was this man named Stryker because Wolverine's Canadian, like Swedish fish, even though they're supposedly Swedish, they're Canadian. He's Canadian, but um, he served in the American military during World War One and during or World War Two and Vietnam. Because Wolverine's old. He's over 100 years old. He goes back to um, post-Civil War time period. Post-Civil War is 1900. 1865. And World War One or World War Two. World War One was 19... Our involvement was 1916, 1917. Yeah, because that would be 30 years later from World War Two within like 1946. Our involvement in World War Two was 1942. Yeah. So... Anyway, yeah. so you bring Wolverine in. Well, Stryker um, put him in a pit and injected antimanium okay. into him to to merge with his bones. Just to make the claws. To make him, him a... And then Wachow, Wolverine, superpower, yeah. To make him even more indestructible. Yeah, that works. Okay, we're good. Now. So they took him from a mutant to a super mutant in many ways. So... Um, yeah, because I think Sharon Carter. So Sharon Carter comes back, come find out she can't go back to the States because she's on a, the wanted list there. Yeah. So the safest place for her is, is there. Um, FBI's most wanted in, in right. Marvel. So we um, show ends with Bucky running into Ayo. Ayo. Who is one of who is the head of Wakanda's Doram Dora Malaji? Yeah, and she basically tells him, "I'm here for Zemo." Like, yeah. Okay. Can we go to four? I really want to explain my theory with the super serum. Then we have episode four. Hallelujah! <laughs> so the first and biggest thing is, I don't think Hoskins. I think he's dead, but he's not dead. Like, there's a way to bring him back from death. Uh, at this point in time, he's Dead. he's gone. Okay, there goes that part. Well, we had the theory that he actually took some of the super serum. No, he clearly didn't because somehow in episode five, Walker suddenly becomes strong and nearly kills. Well, it, episode four, he takes the serum in episode four. Yeah, but episode five makes it clear. That he took it. Yeah, but no, episode four makes it clear yeah, when he chopped head chopping. Yeah, whatever. But, you know, you get the big, like, if you weren't paying attention, you get the big gist in episode five that he took it with that whole Sam Sol- Winter Soldier fight. Okay. Since when do monkeys have fakes? 
Anyway, keep it going. So that makes me think. I don't think Walker took all this serum because if he took all the serum, if you look at Carly, she's jumping around, like jumping up to two levels, flight of stairs. There was plenty of things he could have jumped on and gone down on um, and like took them down easier and faster. So I think he may have either split it with Hoskins or he found someone else or he let. No, he took it all. He's a selfish little jerk because if he even he asked, he asked Lamar, if you have the opportunity, would you take it? I'm not saying the actual world word, but he said, heck, yeah. I I still think he potentially took it. I what well, I think I think they still split it because why would he have asked if he knowing he only had one well, vial? Why would he ask if he wasn't going to do it? I mean, but who knows? He's a selfish little twit, so he could have. You never know. Anyway, so continue on. But anyways, I either think he split it with someone or he missed. You know how like in like in Hercules, that's a good reference. You know how Hercules still is a god because he missed that one drop, that one tiny little drop that would have made him mortal? No. Yeah. I think a situation like that happened. He took it, but he missed the bit that he couldn't get it out with his tongue. Yes. Okay. He couldn't get it out or it froze or something. Who knows? It's Marvel. Anyway. I don't think he took all of it. I think he was missing something. So, who the heck is that lady from? So, let's go in episode five. If you want to touch on this theory, we can touch on this theory. Because I had no clue who that was. Okay, in episode five, we see a nice little fight between Falcon and Bucky and Kumquat and John Walker. Kind of almost reminded me a little bit of Tony, Bucky, and Steve. Yeah. In many ways. Um, and it's not, it's, I, I know I said it, but I don't, yeah, it's kumquat. So they, they took the shield away from him. He's like, no. you really don't want to do this, do you? Yeah. I was like, Bucky's going, yeah, oh, yeah. we're doing it. We do. It's like, so they go through the whole thing and then, um, John gets court-martialed, or not court-martialed. He gets removed. He doesn't. He, he's he's discharged from the military. And he's discharged. Gets retirement with no, no rank. No with, benefits. With no benefits. So he gets. Nothing out of it. He just gets a basic retirement. Gets nothing to go with rank or anything else that he's yeah. done. Um, I don't know about this one. Well, we'll again, that later. we have said a couple different times. Oh, spoiler alert. I need the M button. <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So, um, so he's telling the sinners... No, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna deal with it. You chose the wrong decision. You should keep me as Captain America. Cause yeah, I'm the best. Pretty much. Um. How dare you? Pretty, pretty much said. Uh, <laughs> He's turning the cult. Spoiler. Um, You're just turning it to L. Pretty, pretty much told him, you know, forget you. I am Captain America. Turns around, walks out. Yeah. Well, he's sitting outside, and then they go, return the shield. 
Well, then we are introduced to a character played by Julia Louise Dreyfus, who people may know from a show called Seinfeld. She was also a cast member on Saturday Night Live back in the day. She's been around a while. Well, she plays this character named Valentina Allegra de Fartana. Yeah. Who has ties to the spy organization called Leviathan. Mm-hmm. So... Keep explaining because I'm still confused. So because uh, okay, and she she introduces herself to John as Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontana, uh, Valentina or Val for short, but just don't, don't call me by name. She's like, <laughs> yeah, she's like, but you can um, call me Val, but don't call me Val. In the comics, her character has ties to Hydra? setting up a post-Hydra direct, um, go to Leviathan that can go to a post-Hydra connection. I'm assuming she had something to do with Hydra because there was a big Hydra logo behind her in the picture we were looking at. But Again, it's because she has connections to organs like called Leviathan. Now, um... She was originally connected with S.H.I.E.L.D. and Nick Fury in the comics back in uh, a book. Many, I mean, a book that was introduced <gasps> long before I was born called Strange Tales. Uh, it's issue 159. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry. I just made a connection right there. Okay. So if at the time right now, um, it's Isaiah. That's the grandson, right? Eli. Eli. Eli is already Patriot. We don't know that. He's already Patriot. He is. You'd want to know how I know this? Marvel Rising. Captain America's still alive in Marvel Rising. Because in an episode, you see Falcon as Falcon. And he says, oh, Captain America was training me. Eli's already Patriot. Okay. But Marvel Rising is different universe than the MCU. But still, why would they do that if it doesn't clue in? It has to clue in somewhere. Anyway, but we find out later Val, Val was later revealed to have been infiltrating S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. sort of like Hydra did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after World War One, uh, this is a Russian spy agency was trying to get a global foothold on the world. And Leviathan was a rival to Hydra in the comics. Mm-hmm. So, um, but there's also rumors, too, that she could be the new, what they call Madam Hydra, which is the new head of Hydra. But I, I definitely foresee. And she's trying to turn walk, Kumquat, excuse me, Kumquat to become a part of Hydra. Actually, she's trying to get him to become a part of Leviathan. And I think. Mm-hmm. W- I think they may have done this twist um, since Leviathan is also affiliated with the Red Room, mm-hmm. which is where Black Widow comes from, mm-hmm. to loop her back in with that. Um, so it's possible Red Room is where Val trained before officially becoming a, a secret spy for Leviathan. Mm-hmm. So Does that lead connection? Oh, never mind. Um so where do the loyalties lie? We don't know. But I think all that set up for um, John Walker to become U.S. agent because we see him at the end of the show uh, after we spend the whole show of Sam trying to go back to a normal life, Bucky kind of going back to a normal life, uh, Sam training with the shield and stuff like that. The end credit scene, we see John making his own shield. Yeah. 
which means, you know, he's still got it in his head. He's Captain America. But now, since he's not allowed the title, maybe he's doing, he's going to then now call himself U.S. agent, an agent for the United States. We'll have to see. We have to wrap it up. I know. Real quick, can we mention him, please? You know, Rock Potamus. No, Big Red Dog. There's another big event that happened in our lives since last... Another big event since the last four months. It happened a month after our last episode. A month after our last episode. We got a new puppy. Name's Rocky. He's a gold retriever. He's gentle. He's red. So, well, you got any final thoughts? John Walker's a kumquat. Okay, and we'll leave it at that. So how do we wrap up the show like we usually do? Thank you for listening into Adventures in Geek. Bye for now. Which one is it for? Wee! You dull creature, and I will not be bullied by that. Puny God. <laughs>